Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Vicki, and I'm here all on my lonesome today to talk about another mental health kind of question, only this is not like serious mental health, but it is a common thing that really stresses teens out. So the the deal is a lot of teens get stymied by perfectionism. Anybody out there got a teen with those tendencies or anybody out there yourselves with those perfectionistic tendencies? So I work with a lot of teens, and I see it so often that either slows them down or stops them altogether from even starting if they're feeling like they have to be perfect. So I want to talk about that just for a few minutes today. What I've noticed is there are two kinds of perfectionistic teens. One kind is the kind that has to work at everything until every single detail is perfect. So they will perseverate. They'll get stuck. It'd be almost like OCD kind of thing where they just work and work and work and work and work and they never turn off. Anybody got one like that? The other kind of perfectionistic teen is the kind that knows that they can't do something perfectly the first time when they start out, and so they don't want to start at all. Anybody got one of those? (laughs) So I've seen them both fairly frequently. So let me give you a couple tips for both. So for the teen that has to do everything perfectly and they don't mind spending hours and hours and hours on any you know research paper or essay or science project or history studies or math lesson and they just have to get every detail right those teens need to learn a little bit of not do it perfect. So one thing that helps teens to kind of calibrate themselves so that they can stay in a healthy place is to do a time audit. So I found these teens don't have a realistic view of how much they can do in a day. And if you sit down with teens ahead of time, so sit down and say, hey, let's talk about priorities and kind of set some goals for, you know, this month or the rest of the school year or this upcoming school year. And you say, what are our priorities? So we've got academics, you know, college applications or job training, got um, involvement in the community, so volunteer work in organizations they're part of or clubs, and they've got friends and they've got family requirements and chores. And a lot of teens these days um, still have jobs, although uh, in the rest of the world, not as many do. So write all of those down prioritize-wise and then rank them and say, these are the most important things. So make sure that you and your teen are on the same page with that and discuss it until you get on the same page and then have them do a time audit. So you can get a free download on how to do time audits at my coaching page, VickiTillmanCoaching.com. And it just is like a step-by-step. It's real simple. But a, a quick overview is basically at the end of the day, 
the teen needs to sit down and record how they spent their time over the day. Now, sometimes teens like to do that as they go and they can, you know, keep track of it on their phone or a piece of paper or a sticky note by their computer and uh, just keep track of how much time they spent on everything, including eating meals and social media and writing their papers and doing research and, you know, the whole day. And do that for a week or maybe two weeks. And then make a pie chart. of Good math project, by the way. Make a pie chart of the percentage of time in the number of hours that there are in a day and in a week, the average percentage of time that that teen is spending on each activity. And then line it up with the priorities for their goals for the month, for, for the school year. And, and don't forget, they also have to include sleep in there. So anyway, what I found is that perfectionistic teens, when they see that they are obsessing about a project and it's going way over their, what would be an ideal goal time, will recalibrate themselves and kind of make their own stop points. And what that does is it teaches them to live in the tension of things not always being right. Because you know what? In the real world, most things never get to be perfect. We moms have noticed that. Like the dishes are never done no matter how many times you do them during the day. Chores are never finished. They always have to be redone. Even poets, you know, they they do a poem and they write it a hundred times and then they rewrite it, you know, through the years. You know, science is never done. It's always new research coming out. So nothing ever is really completely done. And so when teens get the idea with a time audit of they can't get things perfectly, they just have to make it stop for now. And then maybe later on they can revisit it if they want to. So that's that's the first kind of perfectionistic teen. The second perfectionistic teen is the one that has kind of a visual of what perfectionism would look like, and they know they can't achieve that on the first round, and so they just don't do anything. And you've probably met a few, and it it looks like procrastination because that's pretty much what it is. Okay, it's usually not an intent to put things off because of a bad attitude as much as fear of not doing it right. So what those kind of teens need is several things. One is to know that you don't do things right the first time, and that learning is a process of doing it sort of right. In, in psychology, we call it successive approximation. So you do a little bit, and it's messy, and then you do a little bit more, and it's it's messy, but each time you redo it and try again, it gets easier and better. So all, all of learning is that way. So when teens know that the first time they write an essay or a research paper, it is not going to be, you know, a Pulitzer Prize winner, that they can start out and not do as well, then they will do fine. Like they just need to know it's okay to not do things perfectly. Um, So one of my favorite quotes that I teach these teens is, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly, which is a quote from G.K. Chesterton. Of course, then I usually add if they keep not doing things very well and not trying to get better, I say, until you can do better. So anyway, um, so anything they need to do, they can start and not do as well on the first round. 
It's a good thing. Now, a lot of times these teens also have a lack of organization, so they really don't know where to start. Um, they don't know, you know, timelines, and they don't understand how to structure themselves. So a lot of times you have to work them through a syllabus, which is why SevenSistersHomeschool.com's writing curriculum is chunked out in a day-to-day process. So kids know day one, day two, day three, that's what it's called. You know, this is week one, day one. And so it guides them through that process. It really helps them a lot. Um, And usually the lessons are pretty short comparatively because, of course, we don't believe in killing the book. All right, so we don't want to kill any assignment totally. So they can work, but they don't need to just hate everything because they've worked themselves to death. So working with these teens with a syllabus, working through a textbook that gives them a timeline are ways to help them kind of get things under control. Uh, with writing projects, uh, you want to talk about the white page syndrome. You know, they, they look at that screen and there's nothing on it and they don't know where to start. And so what, one of the funny things you can do is just have them write a nursery rhyme or a scripture or something on the very top of the page or a bunch of, you know, just jibber jabber. And, uh, and then the screen isn't blank or the page isn't blank anymore. And they can go back and erase that after they've written some things. But once you take away that blankness, things get a little bit easier. So these kids, they need timelines, they need things chucked out in bits, and they need to know that they will do things badly when they start. And that's okay, that, that that's what learning is about. Okay, so that's our two kinds of perfectionism. There are lots of posts on encouraging teens and getting them on the road to to great education and where their goals are. Visit us at sevensistershomeschool.com and check out all the free posts and free resources and the curriculum that we love so much. And contact us at the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook page and join our Facebook group there for some good conversation. All right, well, God bless y'all and we'll see you next week.